Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a musically blasted episode of Pop Culture and the Pea Brains. I am one of your two titular hosts, Brett Carson. Why do you say that, titular? What does that mean? It just, it refers to, like, one of... I'm his dad, by the way. I just like the word titular. Okay, whatever. It's, it's, I think it's like... If you're watching a TV show called The Flash, I don't Flash need is Bible, the titular scripture and verse. Let's just go on. <laughs> Flash verse twenty six. Uh, all right. So, just a quick warning: this episode is going to be very educational with regard to music theory. That's why I'm not going to talk much. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask questions because you. I mean, you played guitar growing up. You know, you know some music. Uh, very little. Yeah, but just warning you if music does not interest you you might be in for this would be a good episode to play while you fall asleep because it's not going to be totally because i might fall asleep <laughs> you're not allowed to fall asleep I can't? okay no uh but first off how was your week it was good We're, we are it's uh yeah. friday night yes we get to sleep late in. tomorrow mm-hmm. uh i am actually interviewing andy carl uh, I will be interviewing him the day this is uploaded, and he is from the... Um, this will be uploaded tomorrow. This will be uploaded tomorrow, and another interview is going to be uploaded on Sunday. And, and this it, is March 26th. And we'll be uploading tomorrow, March 27th. So, uh, but enough about that. My week was good. Thank you for asking. Well, again, you got to it, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, titular what you, host. Titular. You're also a titular host. Because it refers to us as the pea brains. Yeah. You know. Thanks. Words are power. Bull. <laughs> Bully. <laughs> um, what do you know? About, about coughing? <laughs> what, do you know? what do you know about coughing? <laughs> what do you know about music? Well, see, the thing about me is... I grew up as a child of the 70s and 80s. So my music theory consists of what I listen to. Things like Queen, Electric Light Orchestra, REO Speedwagon, Journey. You know, that's that's the era I grew up. I'm not. I'm not asking about like musical preference. I'm more so talking about like. I don't the, care what you're asking about. I'm telling you, I don't know much about theory at all. The science behind music, you know, like measures and beats and notes and and time signatures and all that kind know, of stuff. I don't know any of that stuff. I just know what I like. Well, I actually have uh-huh. a note sheet right here, and we're gonna learn you Wonderful. some music. I am just excited beyond belief. All right, now. Uh, Take your seat. There's I'm plenty of seats. Down. Okay. Take out your sheet of paper and notes. Uh, and uh, did you bring an apple today for did your not. teacher? I did not bring a thing. You're a teacher and you don't even bring an apple? Right. Okay. Well, so we're going to get started with notes. Do you know what a note is? Like a little piece of paper? No, not, not that. A musical note. Yeah. Which okay. Is, it's a sound mm-hmm. that is on a staff. Right. And there are different types of notes that are different lengths of time. Correct. So, what's a whole note? I have no idea what you... Do you know what the symbol is? No, well, no. A whole note is just a circle. Right. And that's it. That's all. It's a it's a hollow circle, like that. That's a note. That is a... Well, that's an example of a note. It's a whole note, also known as a semi-breathe. 
Uh, See, is, I'm used to seeing the little thing that's, that's filled in. Yeah. That's got the little stick on it. Stick on it. Okay. And a little flag. That that's is actually to. an eighth note. Well, we'll okay. get to it. Right. Great. Next is going to be the half note, which is a it's a it's a whole note essentially, but it has a stick attached to it. Now a whole note lasts for four beats. A half note lasts for how many beats? What did you say a whole note lasts for? Four. A half would last for two. Exactly. And a quarter note would last One. for yeah. The only difference between a quarter note I and can a, do math. Yeah, that's good. Proud of you. Yeah. The only difference between a quarter note and a half note is the quarter note is filled in while the half note is not. Now, a half note is also known as a minimum. Oh, okay, listen, hold it now. Don't go too fast. You know, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Okay. Right? Okay. A whole note is a circle. Yes. That's open. They're all circles. Okay, and they're all circles. But the whole note is the circle with nothing filled in. Correct. And no stick. Right. A half note is the circle that nothing filled in with a stick. Yes. And the quarter note is the circle that's filled in mm -hmm. with a stick. Yes. And the eighth note is the circle that's filled in with a stick and a flag. Correct. So the way you can think about it is the more complicated the note is, the shorter it lasts. So you said, you said a whole note is four beats. Mm -hmm. Half note is two beats. Yep. Quarter note is one beat. Yep. Well, what in the heck is an eighth note? Half beat. So, in a typical, so we're getting a little bit ahead, but in a time, in like a time signature, common time, which is four beats per four beats, um, then there's four beats per measure. So you could have one whole note, or you could have two half notes, or four quarter notes, or eight eighth notes. That's kind of where that comes from. Uh, let's talk about something funny, because I feel like we might have put people to sleep. Hardy, har, har. I'm har. laughing already. Uh, uh, so, uh, what? Why did the Why did the chicken cross the road? To lay an egg. <laughs> That's what this episode's <laughs> turning out to be—an egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the so if the whole note is a semibrieve. A half note is a minimum. A quarter note is a crotchet. Quarter note's also known as a crotchet. How wonderful. <laughs> what would a uh, what would an eighth note be known as? I have no idea. It's called a quaver. How was I supposed to know that? <laughs> My favorite thing to eat are vanilla quavers. <laughs> All right. <coughs> so just like notes are sound, mm -hmm. what is the opposite of a note? The opposite, the absence of sound would be a what? The absence of sound? Mm -hmm. Quiet. No. Mm -hmm. Sleep. No. <laughs> what do you Snoring. do when you sleep? Snore. No. <laughs> yes, we both do that. Uh, <laughs> it starts with an R. Rest. Rest. Correct. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so uh, rests, just like notes, come in whole, half, quarter, eighth, sixteenth, and thirty-second. We're not getting into sixteenth and thirty-second because those are really goodness. complicated, uh, and they're impossible to read if you are not, you know, familiar with the basics, which is what we're going over. Um, we're eight minutes in. Can you believe we're going this fast? 
I'm just, I don't know a thing about what's going on. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the way that you I mean, can if, tell. You know, D&D was rough. This is next a whole impossible. different animal. Uh, so a whole rest. If you were to guess what the symbol for a whole rest would be, what would it be? I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> it's can just that written it? out. Uh-huh. It's just Z's. Z's. Uh, no. Go ahead. It's an upside down top hat. Where did that come? <laughs> no, well, it's not actually, but it looks like that, and it looks like an upside down top hat, and a half rest is a right side up top hat. <laughs> I don't know how you can tell them apart. I mean, I understand one's different than the other, but like, I can't come up with a good. Well, what like, is this thing with a quarter? What is this? This that's the quarter rest. That's the one that you're really familiar seeing. It's basically a squiggle. It looks kind of like a snake. Uh, that's the typical kind of mainstream rest you see in a lot of media and, and music. Uh, and then an eighth rest is just a little thing. looks like a seven. But in the same way that a whole note is playing a note for four beats, a whole rest is no sound for four beats. It's the exact same. Uh, and they, they all have symbols, but once you kind of memorize the symbols, it's pretty easy. So, we're so gonna, if you don't hear anything, that means it's a rest. That means it's a rest. Nothing. You hear nothing. Correct. So let's say, for instance, there is a whole note. A, and th- There's a whole note in the first measure. Well, like, for example, you got Beethoven. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. After that, dun, 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 you got a Yes. Rest. I believe that would be a rest. Uh, I don't, I've not actually looked at the sheet music for Beethoven's Fifth. Uh, but I would I would venture there's at least a rest or two in there, considering he is the basically the greatest or most popular composer of all time, mm-hmm. apart from Lil Wayne. Um, so <laughs> Lil Wayne or Kanye, you know Yeezy. Just keep, keep going. Okay. Do you know how to read notes? No. Okay. So do you know what a staff is? Uh, okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Notes. Yeah. that I can read would be on little pieces of paper. No. That's the, you ask. I'm just telling you. Those are the notes I can read. Okay. Musical notes. Okay. And then you get the staff. That's what Moses carried. You <laughs> You're know? such a dork. Well, I'm just saying. You know, that's what I'm familiar with. So a musical staff okay. is that thing where it's five lines and four spaces in between each or in between the lines. Gotcha. That's a musical staff. Oh, okay. There yeah. are two types of staffs. Treble and bass. Treble and bass. I know that. Good job. Hey. Um, so there are different notes on each staff. Now let's start with the treble. Every good boy does fine. Every good boy does fine. It's from the top to the bottom or bottom to the top. Bottom to top, E G B D F. So it is E G B D F, yeah. So and then the Space. Spaces are face. Face. F A C E. Yeah, I remember that from guitar. E G B D F, yes. And F A C E. That's simple. That's essentially what every musician learns because, uh, especially for vocal performance, uh, treble clef is what's more often used. Uh, bass clef is typically a lot lower, is only really used for bass singing. But for altos, sopranos, tenors, it's more so treble clef. Okay, let me ask you something since you seem to be in the know. Okay. You got a bass player. Yes. 
does he read music on the bass staff? Yes. So, I think. I don't know. I don't read bass music. I'm just asking. I don't I, know. I am a... You said treble is more common, but is it is, is treble everything else but the bass? Um. So, essentially, so the piano is split up into two halves. Mm-hmm. A piano is the most kind of universal instrument because, first off, it doesn't require you to tune it unless it's an actual like grand piano. Uh, but also, it has every note laid out from... The very bottom C to the top, I think B is the last note, or something like that. I'm not I'm not 100% certain. Uh, point is, there's a lot of notes, and piano's got all of them. You can play them all on a guitar and stuff like that, but it's easier to visualize it on pianos. It has all the octave, all the octaves, and all the notes, everything. But, the bottom that would be a rest what you just did i That's did a yes i did rest i took a moment to gather my thoughts mm-hmm. that is a rest yeah upside down top Ups- <laughs> yes so the left hand side See, i'm if, learning i'm proud of you yeah. uh if you cut a piano down the middle you just karate chop it the left side is the bass clef now we're getting violent yes uh the the right side is the treble clef and the left side would be bass mm-hmm. now if you're playing piano you'll typically play uh, like let's say you're playing chords with your right hand, you play C E G. Um, so you play treble on the right hand, yes, and bass on the left hand. Yeah. So if you play C uh, C E G together to play a C chord on the right hand, you would play C in the bass clef uh, to kind of complement it, to to play uh, an accompanying sound that uh, enhances the sound of the chord. But we're getting a little bit off track. Bass clef. Do you know what the bass clef is? I don't know what track we're on. What difference does it make? I mean, uh, we're on track three. Go. Uh, so, uh, bass clef is different. So there is also an acronym for bass clef. Do you know that one? An acronym? Well, not well. The sorry. Uh, symbol? Not a symbol. A saying. Like every good boy does fine. No, I don't. I have a clue about that. It's actually very similar to the first one. So instead of E G B D F, it's G B D F A. Good boys do fine always. How is that? Okay. All right. Because it's at a different place on the staff. I got you. I, I, I got that. But I, you said it was very similar to the other one. It's not. Every good boy does fine. Good boys do fine always. I'm talking always. about the letters. Oh, well, the letters, it's basically shifted one up. Um, as opposed to, because, I mean, just look at it right here. GBDF, GBDF. Only thing that's different is the bottom is E, the top is A. Uh, bottom is E and treble, top is A and bass. Um, but good boys do fine always. That's how you can remember it. I have a little bit more trouble memorizing bass clef just because, especially when you play with both hands, it's easy to get mixed up. Um, there's a bit of a word that you can say along with the bass clef space lines Aska. what bless you <laughs> here we go Aska. 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 A-C-E-G Aska. why don't you why don't you just say A-C-E-G that's not bad I've just been saying A-C-G or A-C-E-G why don't you just say A-C-E-G A-C-E-G Hey, sick, how's it going? <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
what's the difference between the treble and bass clef? Which is higher? Well, treble would be higher. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take a brief break. We are at about our halfway mark. We're going to talk about. What are we talking about? I have no idea. You, well, I've been show. leading the charge. You come up with something for us to talk about real quick. Did you know that Kellogg's cereal was invented first as a dietary supplement in a sanitarium <sighs> by the Kellogg brothers, primarily uh, Dr. John Kellogg. I think it was John Harvey Kellogg and his brother, William Kellogg. Or his wrestler name, Billog. <laughs> Did that give you enough time to think of something? And now you know, like Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story. <laughs> I don't think anyone listening to this knows who that is, let alone me. Paul Harvey? Paul Har- who is that? You've never heard of Paul Harvey? No. Well, you need to Google that. You listeners out there, Google Paul Harvey. But who is it? He had. A, he used to do... The rest of the story. He would tell a story and you would wonder who he was talking about. And at the very end, he would give who he was talking about. For example, this guy. I got him on a story. You know, this guy was very shy and had to have a ventriloquist dummy to bring him out of his shell. So he did ventriloquism to bring himself out of his shell. And he was made fun of, and he was, you know, known as Jesse. And Jesse came out of his shell and eventually was Barney Fife on the Andy Griffith Show, Don Knotts. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I didn't know that. So now this is know, an old dude. Yeah, well, Paul, Car- Paul Harvey? Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey's dead. I figured. Yeah. I mean, if he was contemporaries with Don Knotts, I imagine he's, you know, pushing Man, up that. I told the story. I told that one. And I didn't hear that one from Paul Harvey. Oh, okay. I'm just giving you another story. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Look up Paul Harvey. Uh, H-A-R-V-E-Y. Paul Harvey. How else would you spell Harvey? Oh, sometimes it's without the E. H-A-R. Some some people spell it H-A-R-V-Y. And some people are wrong. Well, that's their (laughs) business. Okay. Um, Back to the music. So, do you know what a sharp is? I'm saying knife. Don't do it. <laughs> Why do you ask questions that I can't answer? This is actually my teaching style, which now that I'm doing it with you, I don't know if it's a good teaching style where I ask a question that the student obviously doesn't know the answer to so that I can build no, apprehension. That does, does not work. That does not work. That makes kids go... I'm so stupid. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm stupid. Am I stupid? No. You are ignorant. You, you wanted to say yes. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you did. <laughs> I know my son. Uh, I also shaved my head. Nobody can see it, but I, I did. So if you look at our logo, it's not accurate anymore. <laughs> not any longer. <laughs> if you give me a couple months. Of course, I look a little different, too. I'm a little thinner. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up again. I'm trying to lose weight. I, didn't, I did, not, did not direct it at you at all. No, but I'm trying. Okay, I'm directing everything to me. Okay. I said, I'm a, I'm a little bit thinner. I didn't say anything about you. <laughs> not everything's about you. 
I didn't say a word about you weighing 255 pounds. That's not nice. Well, I mean, I'm cutting that out. That's mean. (laughs) That's mean. I don't even want to finish the episode now. We're 20 minutes in. Ah, fine. Got 10 minutes left. What's a sharp? A sharp. Not sharp cheddar. I know you're going to say that because no, I'm fat, apparently. See, no, you keep throwing, putting words in my mouth. <laughs> you're the one that brought up my actual weight. A sharp. You're talking about like a, a C sharp or an F sharp or an A sharp? Yes. It's, it's a note. I know that. It's a note. It is a half step above whatever note it's referring to. So if, if wait a minute, wait a minute. So if you have an A sharp, it's a little above an A. Okay. It's a, it's a half a step above an A. When you say half a step. What so if you look at a piano, so this is telling you, so C, C sharp, D, D sharp, E, F, F sharp, G, G sharp, A, A sharp, B. Well, the black notes are sharps. The black notes are both sharps and flats. So, so the white ones are just regular notes. White ones are regular notes, except in the manner of like uh, B... And C and E and F. So an F is a half step above an E. Therefore, F is technically an E sharp. So there is no E sharp. Black There's key. no E sharp black key. Uh, there is an E sh- uh, C sharp black key, D sharp black key, F sharp black key, G sharp black key, A sharp black key. Okay. 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 Well, let me ask. You got a B right there. Yep. On the end. Yes. For those of you that can't see. On the paper, it goes C on the left all the way across to B on the right. Yes. There are five little black notes. Black, the black keys on a piano. The sharps and the flats. Yes. What comes after the B? It resets. So so C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, uh, C, D, E, F. uh, it, It just goes back to C. So... But, I mean, you got black keys here. All across, yes. Right. So, wherever there's a C, there's going to be a a C-sharp black key. But they're two different sounds. They are two different sounds, yes. But they're all related to each other. Okay. Well, if you were playing... I'm trying to learn. Yeah. If you were playing, like, a C-sharp, this one right here. Okay. And you went over here, and there was a C-sharp. Why would you play, let's say, this one as opposed to that one? So... These are separated by octaves. So octaves are basically the difference. So how many notes are there between this C and this C, if you were to count every note? The ones between it? Uh, every note, including... Including those? Including the black keys. Including the C and the B. Is that right? Is yes. That, okay. So you've got 7 and 5, 12. Uh, 12. So that means that there are 12 sounds... Well, uh, so, so, sorry, Uh, not including the C. There are 11 11 sounds. Not including the C. Not including the C from this C to the next octave. That means that there are 11 notes higher than this C, but lower than this C. Well, why would you play one C over another C? Even I know their octaves are different. So this is middle C. So middle C is situated between the bass clef and the treble clef. So that E right there, mm-hmm. let me grab a pen real quick. This e, this e right here. 
So if you go to, so this is a staff. That is the bottom of the staff. But if you go down to notes, you get middle C. Now, if you see something similar, so this is a D right here, C, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Now, if you take into account, those are the six notes right there. And then you take into account the sharps, so that's 11. So again, 11 notes between that C, middle C, and the C in the following octave. Okay, I'm, I'm thick. You're yeah. not thick. I, you, am, you, I, am. I mean, you don't know this stuff. Well, I'm, you still haven't really answered my question. When Why I'm, would you play one over another? Right. Well, only one position on a staff refers to middle C, and it's that spot right there. The middle C is the C in the very middle of the piano. When you look at music, yeah. sheet music, yes, you know, like, sometimes you're on the piano. In there. Yeah. Um, how do you know to play this C note as opposed to the other C note? Is it on the sheet music? It's, it's, it's all relative to the staff. So if we look also at, uh, if, we, if we look at, so for example, there's the same difference of notes between these two C's and this C and this C. So this C is right here. That C and that C are the same C. Okay, now there's 88 piano keys. Yes. There's 88. Yes. That means roughly 44 of them are treble. Yeah. Roughly 44 of them are bass. Yes. Okay. How can you have 44 notes we're on the treble side yeah and you only have a stab that consists of five. Oh, they go higher they go much higher i don't know like don't for know. instance i mean you can have a note five lines above where the the top f in the treble clef is so you can have a note up there that's really high that's in like the fifth octave fifth or sixth octave uh, or however many octaves there are offhand, I don't know. Uh, again, I'm giving you a crash course. I don't know everything. I'm not going to claim to be an expert, uh, but that's where personal research comes into play. Um, but to answer your question, it's all relative to the staff. What's important is knowing, kind of having landmarks in each place. So if you just remember that this C, middle C, is at the middle, this C is at kind of the middle right-hand side, and this C is on the middle left-hand side, then you have a good framework for where you're going to go roughly with your hands. Well, this has been very educational for me. Yeah. And, and I will say this. I want to say one other thing before you go on about your stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brett cooked a meal that was featured on the cooking lab. Cooking Lab with Caitlin Ladd. Yeah, and it was really, really good. It was. It was. It was... Uh, so if you get a chance to listen to that show, listen to that show. For sure. It's available on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It is, again, Cooking Lab with Caitlin Ladd. And he made the salmon. Uh, Pan-seared salmon with a vegetable medley, and we added a side salad. It was delicious. Uh, features mushrooms, onions, garlic salt, obviously salmon, um... And lemon, 
which is all very good. I hate mushrooms, so I'm probably going to change it next time. But for everybody else that mm. likes mushrooms. And we're all trying to go low carb, so that was perfect. I'm still kind of pissed at you. You said I was fat. I didn't say you were fat. I said you weighed 255. I weighed, two se- I weighed 270. Yeah. 270. Brett, that's a little bit bigger than 255. That's only 15 pounds. It's not that bad. Yeah, but you're going to lose some weight. That's fair. That's fair. I've already lost two pounds. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at like 252 right now. You keep, well, yeah, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Um, last thing we're going to cover. Sharps and flats are essentially the same thing. So a C sharp is the same thing as a D flat. So like I, I, I see that. But, yeah. But why are they called two different things if they're the same thing? It's just referring to relative kind of spatial spatial distance from one note to the next. So obviously it would make sense that a half step above C would be C sharp. Right. A half step below D would be a D flat. Yeah. They're the same sound, but when you compare them with uh, their relative distance to C and D, they're different sound. I mean, it's the same sound, but they're referred to different things. Uh, now, obviously, if you see someone say a D sharp is higher than a or a, a, a C sharp is higher than a D flat, you can say no, that's not true. They're the same note. It's just depending on the key signature, which we're not going to get into this week. Key signature is a whole different animal that I'm personally still learning. Um, It just depends on how it may be written out on a staff. But again, it's the same sound. The last thing we'll talk about is, um, well, there's a symbol called a natural. Uh, So let's say you're in the key of A. And every, oh gosh, I can't even remember. I think it's every... C note, I think, is a sharp. If you see something in the key of A that has a a C with a natural symbol, which is a little diamond-looking thing, then that means that instead of playing a C sharp every time you see a C, you'll play a C natural, which is just the white key for C. Um, And the very last thing we're going to talk about is time signature. The most common time signature that we're going to cover is common time which is 4-4, so the top number is going to be the number counted off in each measure. So, for example, common time is 4. That's why a whole note is 4 beats, makes up a whole measure. And then the bottom number uh, is what what type of note equals 1 beat. So, 3-3, three, three, you would use a uh, you would use a half note with a dot next to it, which would symbolize 3 beats. We've given you a lot of information, and I'm very sorry about that. Hey, I'm learning just like the rest of you. Don't worry. I really, I we've done a lot of like just talking episodes, and I wanted to kind of not only. I mean, we're both teachers, and this is something that I'm learning and am passionate about. So I wanted to maybe spread my knowledge a little bit, teach you a little Mm bit, and teach you guys a little bit, but. I'm a little talked out. Would you like to do the ending announcements? Well, like what? We we well, thank Cole and Cole and Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. And I already did a shout out to the cooking lab. Cooking lab. Uh, also, listen to the audio amphitheater, if you please. Uh, new episodes out every Sunday. We have a new show starting up in about three weeks. It's called Shoes, Glorious Shoes. 
uh, we have the final talk back for the first serialized play we did called the Zamboni Situation coming out next week, next Sunday, not this upcoming Sunday. This upcoming Sunday, we have an interview with Alex Brightman from Beetlejuice Broadway. And we got Easter on the way. And we have Easter mm-hmm. on the way. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on what to do. do should I just do I do I just talk us out, or is there any other thing that I feel well, like there's like an announcement that we're missing? Uh, what are we talking about next week? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's your it's your week. My week. My week. Um, I'll flip a coin. I'll try to do that. Okay, we're talking about coins. All right. This has been Pop Culture and the Pea Brains. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, please send it to bcarson129 at gmail.com. bcarson129 at gmail.com. If you get a chance, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to be a giver. Don't forget to be a giver. If you have done the, the Pea Brain Challenge, as we gave out last week, uh, send us a little message with your story because we like to hear about the good things that you guys do. But this has been Pop Culture and the Pea Brains, and remember... Keep it in the musical crockpot. And we like to keep our rests slow-cooked. We'll see you next week. Rest. <laughs>